Hello and welcome to a fabulous new episode of Think Fit Be Fit. My name is Jen Schwartz. I am your hostess today for a very special solo cast called Your Energy Levels Matter. This is the first episode of a series that is focused on short, informative, and scientific podcast episodes related to fitness and strength building. So with Netflix documentaries gone wild and all kinds of biased champagne budget and shallow information and essentially advertising streams, we have to be more vigilant and aware of what information we are feeding our body. It's your health and exercise trajectory. These episodes are designed to support you to be your own best advisor and design your own fitness. The exercise science focused topic for today is also the foundation of every single benefit of exercise and everything that optimizes our lifespan. It is the foundation for almost all biological processes in the world. Yeah, I promise to keep this short and sweet as with every episode that is based um, in this series. So here we go. The bottom line is that if you are spending money on your body for optimization and you don't understand some of the basic biological concepts of how how your body is capable or incapable of change or improvement, then you are wasting one of the most valuable assets that you have, time. Your energy levels matter is all about mitochondria and ATP, adenosine triphosphate. This is the foundation of every single benefit of exercise, like I just said. Your energy levels matter because optimization occurs when we have good energy levels, when the body has enough fuel to take on everyday battles, do the exercise, know when to rest, then you know, being able to maintain the consistency and enjoy our, our healthy habits with ease. When we are at a place where our energy is low, it's quite difficult for the body to optimize because it's fighting for attention. When the resources are low, The directive of the system, your body, changes. It's human biology 101 that the directive of the human body is self-preservation. Yep. So every resource goes into protecting your body in some way that might feel like your body is struggling to maintain anything. It's muscle tightness, it's fatigue, it's bad sleep, it's high high stress levels, all the things that are perceived as bad can happen more easily without the energy levels throughout your body. But the starting point for those energy levels is in the mitochondria and its ATP production and its gene expression. So we're going to focus on mitochondria and ATP production so that you can understand more about these small and important organelles in your body so that you know how to optimize them and and train as consistently and as hard as you want to. In fact, the mitochondria are also directly involved in making stress mediators. So let's point out here that health of the mitochondria is directly related to stress. Hmm, that's great, but what is this energy that I'm referring to? Like I said, it's these organelles, it's the fuel that comes out of mitochondria. 
the fuel for basically all human life. And it comes down from the sun and then it changes form throughout our entire world and essentially our existence as we know it. Kind of crazy. So we're talking about a small thing that is abstract and huge and a a thing that is in our life every day. So my theory is that if you get deep and meaningful with your exercise, that you will be more productive. Overall, that's my theory. So the perfect place for starting this conversation and education series is the actual things that create productivity in your body, which are mitochondria. They create energy for your body from the sun. Amazing. The point of learning this concept is to introduce yourself to the very small and influential organelles, right? The organelles of adaption. That is not my term. I got that from a scientific paper that I'm going to talk about in a few minutes. The brain being the central organ of adaption, or like the big computing system of it, the mitochondria are operating on many levels of the stress adaptation cascade. Again, every single thing we get from exercise comes down to adaption at this very level. And if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that I have shared my definition of what stress is and exercise is a stress. And that's something I learned in the RTS program in Oklahoma. Uh, let me not get off course here. So to receive these infinite possibilities that can result from meaningful exercise, a little discomfort is required. The form of this discomfort is simply understanding a microscopic concept in terms of your everyday life. Trust me, the laws of energy and physics are what undergrad tiers are made of, so I'm going to try and do it in a few minutes. So here we go. <laughs> I think the best place to start this crash synopsis of ATP and mitochondria is with physics. Newton's law of conservation of energy. And that is, energy cannot be created nor destroyed. It can only change its form. Hmm. I say that because in the same way solar energy is made from sunlight, our body uses sunlight to make energy within our body. And that's, that energy is called ATP. ATP is made in the mitochondria. You'll hear me use mitochondrial health as it pertains to its ability to produce ATP throughout in the next few minutes. There are so many amazing and intricate similarities between our body and the sun and how they both take energy and transform it into another form. I am sorry I said that so many times, but I just find it completely fascinating. And from Wikipedia, ATP is a complex organic chemical that provides energy to drive many processes in living cells, muscle contractions, nerve impulses, and chemical synthesis of all kinds of things that your body is using moment to moment. It's found in all forms of life, and it is often referred to as the molecular unit of currency of intracellular energy transfer. Therefore, when our mitochondria health improves, our energy production improves. After doing all kinds of research and experimentation on myself, I have a list of things that you should know beyond the definition of the energy units that drive your life. The, and I'll start with this. This, um, the 
tasty bites of academic support that have are, are in this short podcast episode come from Dr. Rhonda Patrick and Dr. M- Martin Prashard. Dr. Rhonda Patrick has a, a lot of social media channels and she has a membership program that has a huge library library of research papers and findings that support all this longevity jobber and identifying research-backed ways to optimize for health longevity. And then Dr. Martin Pichard is a PhD from Columbia University that runs the, that is the head of the neurobiology program there. And he seems to be one of the big experts on mitochondria and how it sustains life. So I have a quote from him to help us get deeper into this concept. Mitochondria sustain life and allostasis via energy transformation and signaling. The allostasis is our body's state of stress management essentially and that is a huge statement. So I'm really glad that I found his papers and I've linked to a few of them below. So back to this experimentation and why I need you guys to learn about this concept is because I've experienced significant boost to my strength and recovery and uh, the, the performance of my recovery. So my sleep is better. Every all the things related to getting stronger and more fit are better because of optimizing my mitochondria. And I'm sharing this as a public service so that you know what you're buying into because there's so many products out there that are are going to claim to help you. But if you don't know what you're trying to help or change, you're not doing yourself a favor. So what else does healthy mitochondria mean? And here we go. I have three things. One, having a high density of mitochondria and those mitochondria doing good work. Those, that's healthy mitochondria. For example, it's been shown that athletes have a higher density of mitochondria in their muscle tissue than other non-athlete subjects. Second is a quote from Dr. Rhonda Patrick. Your mitochondrial health is strongly tied <clears throat> to your fitness, both in terms of physical performance and even longevity. It is your mitochondria that provide nourishment during injury to speed up wound healing and recovery. That This is exactly why I preach this in my practice in Alexandria, Virginia. Number three, mitochondria produce hormones. This is from a Pichard paper. Mitochondria produce hormones, mitokines, that influence stress physiology. This shows their key role in exercise adaptation. So healthy mitochondria are your aces in the hole when your body needs to adapt to stress exercise, and or your environment. I added that last part, so partial quote. So on the opposite side of that, what does it mean to have unhealthy mitochondria? Well, mitochondria that are stressed literally leak DNA. The DNA leaks out into something called cytostool, which is outside of the cell, and then it triggers immune activity. 
Hmm. So Dr. Rhonda Patrick was discussing this in regards to degradation of our brains, our bodies, cancer, and autoimmune dysfunction. So that's a small, small, small reaction that happens and she sees a direct correlation to how our bodies fail and degrade and age poorly. So that's what unhealthy mitochondria does. And, you know, to age gracefully and well, we can grow and replenish mitochondria. So let's just keep that in mind that both of these outcomes are possible. And the second thing, stress of any kind demands energy. So toxic stress can absolutely harm your mitochondria. And this is from one of Pichard's papers again, a quote, in a study of five different mouse lines with different mitochondrial defects, we found that mitochondrial dysfunctions altered hippocampal gene expression, the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis, sympathetic adrenal medullary activation, and catecholamine levels. The inflammatory cytokine IL interleukin-6 circulating glucose and lipids in response to stress. Basically, <laughs> they found that all the symptoms of stress in your body, all the biological symptoms of stress in your body are it directly influenced by mitochondrial dysfunctions. That's it. And okay, so there are all kinds of supplements out there to help ATP production. I don't have time to go through these things and poo-poo them, nor do I have the emotional energy to care about it that much. So I'm skipping ahead to tell you what methods actually help mitochondrial health. Well, this is great. Exercise works for this purpose by giving us more potential energy at our disposal. We simply expend energy and our body responds by making it possible to create more energy to meet the demand. Exercise adaptation 101. This is what I was referring to at the start of the episode, the foundation of every single benefit of exercise. Okay, another exercise nod. High intensity training has been repeatedly proven to be an excellent way to improve oxidative capacity. Oxidative capacity also has to do with our mitochondrial health directly. Sex hormones regulate mitochondrial function. This has to be important. I read it in one of the mito, in the mitochondria and stress journal article. So I just wrote that down and blurted it out for y'all. And here's the other thing. You can mindfully and conservatively add in the right exercise to improve mitochondrial health. And a morning or sunset walk to expose yourself to the light that your cells absorb favorably that benefits your mitochondrial health and density before running out and buying injections and supplements that claim to do the same thing. And the last thing is the red light therapy. My absolute go-to for improving my health. And if you want to know more about that, there's two links at the bottom directly to my information that I share with my clients on mitochondrial health. And without um, much else to say about this stuff, guys, except that you are now a more educated consumer, I want to plug my course really quick and then sign off and get ready for another short little episode to come out next week. My uh, course is called Movement Pathways. And it's all about teaching your body 
how how to exercise better. So it is in a, a, a hands-on class in Alexandria or it's an online course anywhere else for improving and upgrading your exercise. And this is no small goal. It sounds simple, but exercise without setbacks means progress. And exercise without injury isn't a small goal. It's a whole vision for your health. And that's who I want in this class and in this course. More than 100 million Americans are living in chronic pain. Chances are you know one of them and don't want to be one of them. You want to avoid joint pain in your exercise. The number one goal of Movement Pathways course is to reward you with safe exercise progress. So I've partnered with a local studio here for the for the second course. It's intended for my clients and experienced exercisers that know how that know they want to resolve old muscle chronic issues. So chronic injuries that you want to exercise on and get stronger this course is definitely for you it's definitely for you if you just don't know where to start with exercise but you've had um, some setbacks in the past and you want to build resilience around your old injuries so the link to sign up is impactyourfitness.net slash register movement pathways and of course that'll be in the show notes thanks for hanging with me on this first episode and i can't wait to hear from you on instagram at impact underscore your underscore fitness and maybe even a review on itunes okay bye